It's the Roaring Twenties, and life is changing on the British Isles. But the ageless, supernatural creatures that live there don't appreciate the commotion and are making their displeasure known in deadly ways. This is London Calling, a basin actual play on the Happy Jacks RPG Network. Find all our shows in more than 20 RPG systems at happyjacks.org. Good evening, Internet. Let me make sure everybody can be heard. Can you hear me out there? Oh, yes. I heard myself. Excellent. So, uh, yeah. New time, new things, new fun. I'm very excited. So, uh, this is London Calling on the Happy Jacks RPG Network um, in the Vasen. I'm trying to get the pronunciation right because uh, I, for a long time, said Vasen, and that's not right. And I have now corrected myself. Um, this is our session zero um, of this game that's going to be making characters. Uh, I am Kadave, who will be the. GM slash uh, Master of Mysteries, and you get to see why I'm calling myself that next time when we have something really cool to show. Um, the uh, fun of this game is going to come from the other people that are with me, though. So we'll go around. Everybody can say howdy, who you are, and then we'll dive into making some characters. Uh, let's start with Kurt. Oh, hi. Uh, hi, I'm Kurt. Uh uh, Kurt Potts. Uh, I use he, him pronouns. I don't know who my character is yet, uh, but I am excited to find out. Very cool. How about Sam? Hello, I'm Sam. I am a human person here to play probably a human person. Um, I have an idea what my character is going to be, and it's going to be weird to the surprise of no one. Fantastic. Mitch. Hey, I'm Mitch. Uh, he, they. Uh, you can find me at Mitch Espostios, and I think I am also playing a human. I, I, I'll I'll put after everybody saying I think I might be playing a human. I'll put in parentheses for now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> def, definitely human. <laughs> things things can happen. I put food in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Clara, I didn't apparently read the rules close enough. Do we have to be humans? To start. Oh, okay. That is... Mm. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> hi, I'm Clara, and uh, my pronouns are she, her, and I am playing... I have no idea yet. <laughs> and we're making characters tonight. We kind of have an idea. All right. Also, Hugh Man with two N's. I'm just saying. That's my name. <laughs> yep. That's the name I'm going with, Hugh Man. <laughs> we're gonna dive into bart simpson phone calls to the bar That's yes <laughs> all right <clears throat> so uh a little bit about the game world of Vossen. um the primary setting for the game is uh based out of sweden um as this is a free league game uh that's their home port uh as it were for um for a lot of their game settings. 
Um, but we're taking this in a little bit different direction because they have come out with a supplement book that's on the way uh, to out to people that backed it on Kickstarter for Mythic Britain and Ireland. So we're using that one um, to get started. And then I'm tweaking it a little bit further uh, because we're going to set our game in 1923, which is a little bit later than a lot of the stuff the book is written specifically about. But I really liked the idea of including radio broadcasts as a thing that might be stirring up some supernatural trouble. Um, I thought that that could be a lot of fun um, because, yeah, of course, supernatural beings are attuned to electromagnetic radiation, right? Like, that's why we have ghost hunters. <laughs> you know, they walk around with their little <laughs> detectors and and all of that. Well, this is before we get to that phase, but still in a cool time period. Also, I kind of like the idea of exploring the Roaring Twenties without the overlay of American Prohibition and the whole, you know, gangster culture that's kind of very prevalent in everything based in the 1920s. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think that's kind of cool. Um, the basic premise of the game is that all of our players are going to be members of a society that are dedicated to figuring out why some supernatural critters of varying types are causing trouble for people and trying to solve it. Maybe that's making friends with some. Maybe that's convincing them to move elsewhere. Maybe that's teaching people that didn't have to do it in the past to leave out a saucer of whiskey for a fairy creature once a week so that they can have a party night and live in harmony. Like, whatever result happens, that's that's kind of the idea. And all of these player characters will have, tonight, we'll come up with their inciting incident as to why they're able to see these fantastical creatures uh, and interact with them more than average humans. Most humans don't actually see them around. They're invisible to folks, but they're there and they cause trouble if they're not appeased and they have not been well served by the industrial revolution and sort of urbanization, right? A lot of them are used to living in fairly wild places. And as cities grew into towns, you know, villages grew into towns, grew into cities. A lot of the old ways kind of fell behind. So first thing I'm going to do switch pages and try not to leave it on a super bright white screen. There we go. So I'm looking like being interrogated from one <laughs> side. Um, so tonight let's start with everyone is going to start with picking their archetype. Now, uh, advance notice to the viewers. We did have a little bit of an archetype discussion because it's helpful if we had some direction to go tonight and not everybody being like, well, we all want to be the same thing. What do we do? Um, so uh, let's go around and everybody can name off your archetype. Uh, same order, Kurt. All right. Uh, let's see. So I'm going to be playing the athlete uh, and I have decided on a boxer for his sport of choice. Uh, and I'm going to put it out here now because I would love the chat's help. 
for my boxer name, like whatever his nickname is that he uses in the ring. Uh, so if you come up with something cool, I'll, I'll, that's who I'll be. But I reserve the right to not use it if it's really, really out there. <laughs> You're soliciting advice, chat. not not commands. <laughs> <laughs> very cool, very cool. Uh, Sam. Hello. Um, I think I forgot to mention my pronouns earlier, so they are she, her. She, oh, her. Very good. Um, yeah. And I'm going with the occultist playlist. Again, the most surprise. surprise. <laughs> <laughs> you know, right? Cool. Uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm playing a servant. So yeah, you get paid. It's gonna be great. And also, have access to poison anybody's food. <laughs> so, oh snap! Yeah, see, I thought he was just serving like Everclear, but yeah, it has a skull in it. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe that's just the bottle you use all the time. Like, so people never know. Everyone has that cup that they're like, you know what? I'm going to wash this next week. (laughs) It's going to be coffee for this week. What, like the the ever burning, the uh, ever stew? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Just just keep putting water and more meat hunks. They they do that with the uh, pancakes at Cracker Barrel. It just all comes from the same little sloth. The mother pancake uh-huh. in the back, just <laughs> yeah, dripping on a griddle. <laughs> oh, now I kind of want to do a version of this game in modern times with weird stuff like that. That'd be great. It's not too late. We just started. No, it is too late. There's art, and people have done work. <laughs> I can't go back and be like, uh, I changed my mind. I want to do a thing about Cracker Barrel pancake monsters. Yes. Be, when Let's we roll. when we play the future game where we all play our children like our descendants yeah, yeah that's that, i love <laughs> i love be alive that, so. unless yeah, some you, of us are vampires yeah <laughs> you could just be all just a bunch of retirees basin hunters that are you, you know you're all young at this point but then fast forward to the 90s and you're like ancient wandering around fighting fake creatures heck yeah That'd be delightful. Ah, so Clara, let's get your archetype. Uh, I'm going. I'm going to be playing the writer. Just the friendship is magic. I think the big thing about the writer is like empathy, which is very cute, and I like that. Sure. So uh, now the next thing you guys are going to get to do uh, is pick your character's age. So you get to just basically pick one of three age groups: uh, young middle-aged, or old. Now, this does have a mechanical effect. Uh, When you go to get attributes and skills, um, your age affects how many points you get. So, let me get it right. It's like if you're young, you get, like, debt, student debt loans and such. Anxiety. That's the modern version. <laughs> it's like, gosh darn it. Um, Damn, okay, Jason's so- bullying me in chat. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what? I won't stand for it. Wait, are you a nerd, though? I mean, if that's... 
Is it bullying if it's accurate? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it still can be. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so for your attributes, there are four. Uh, physique, precision, logic, and empathy. So physique is pretty self-explanatory. That's your physical ability to move stuff and lift stuff and, and all that. Precision covers dexterity and, you know, if you're deciding to be a calligrapher or fake an invitation to a party, that kind of a thing, that would all be precision. Precision would also cover if you're going to use a firearm um, or an ancient crossbow blessed by something. or Who knows? Uh, logic is figuring out brain puzzle stuff. Uh, if you're trying to figure out something that's engaging your brain about p- putting pieces together and figuring out how something works, that's all logic. And then empathy is dealing with other folks or other supernatural creatures. Uh, things that you want to relate to on a personal level. Take that however you want. I know. Uh, so with that uh, you get to distribute points no uh, no attribute can go over five um, uh, and that the only one that can go up to five is the one listed on your archetype sheet as your main attribute so uh, for the writer, like you were saying, Clara, empathy is your main attribute. It can go up to five. Your other attributes could only go up to four. And then uh, no attribute can be lower than two. Now I just need to figure out. I thought I had it right here. Ah, here we go. So if you chose young as your age, you're going to get some more attribute points but less skill points when we get to skills. If you choose middle age, you're kind of down the middle of the road. And if you choose old, you get the least attribute points, but more points and skills because you've had time to learn more things specifically. So if you are, uh, who, who picked young? Nobody. Nice. I'm on the Fine, fence. About, I'm on the fence. I, yeah, I if kind no, of... I'm going to pick young then. If no one else is grabbing it, I'll be I'll be a young boy. Yeah, I was. I'm thinking middle. Same. It kind of goes like mm. the top end of young or the young end of middle aged or where I'm looking right now. I got you. What's so, the top end of young in uh, the book? Twenty five. Twenty five. So it's, it's that's kind of old for a boxer. Seventeen to twenty five <laughs> is is young, and then twenty six to fifty is middle aged. 51 I mean, plus could, is old. You could be like one of those boxers people just love to see get their uh, their butt kicked, you know? So it really mm-hmm. doesn't matter what age you are as long as you can take a punch repeatedly to the face. So. I guess that depends on do you want to be that entertainment boxer or do you want to be the serious competitor <laughs> boxer? I took famous. Oh, <laughs> I could go either way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, when, does pro, when did uh, luchadors start happening? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, that's, a, that's a good question i don't actually know um I yeah i don't been... i don't know not definitely not looking it up right now yeah yeah i'm Can't curious one hand or race <laughs> with chat that's fine so uh if you do go with young you're going to get 15 attribute points to spread around 
And if you go with middle-aged, 26 to 50, you're going to get 14 attribute points. And then old, you're going to get 13 attribute points. And when you're young, you get something in, in exchange. Like you have like more energy or something, right? Well, you're, you're going to ha- you have more attribute points. So young people, you physically are just, you have... But as you get older, you get more skills or something. I'm yes. sorry, my brain is deleted. Yep. The entire conversation I just had. Um, That's hmm. the trade. I'm deciding how uh, competent I want to be. I think I'm still going to go with middle aged. Oh, alpha middle aged. So middle age is 14. Like, okay. That you can then spread into the four stats. And then, and then none of them you can go be to lower five than a on two. your primary stat? Yeah. And your primary stat goes up to five. Everything else maxes out at four. Yeah. I'm going to go with middle aged because I don't want to be that bad at everything or good at everything. Sure. Middle kind of gives you the balance, right? You have a little, you have yeah. one less attribute point, but you're going to get a couple extra skill points. It's really more like specializing, right? Like mm-hmm. as you age, you're able to get more into specific detailed skills, but you're less of a generalist in terms of, well, if you're if you're an old guy, you're not probably going to be quite as strong or fast as a young person. That kind of a thing. Yep. Oh, wow. According to chat, uh, uh, Mexican wrestling started in the 1900s, but the very first luchador was from 1863. Uh, Enrique and, oh, I don't. Ugarteca? Ooh. I had no idea. It went all the way back to the 1960s. That's super cool. It is. I love learning random weird facts. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's just gonna be in my head forever what's my social security number i don't know but did you know mexican wrestling started in 1863 <laughs> can you imagine like oh wow like i'm just in my head i'm imagining the spectacle of the cool luchador matches right and that oh, would have just blown 1860s people's minds right you know like yeah wow that's cool yeah, I'd be into it. <laughs> For sure. Way more than like the, you know, Marquis de Queensberry rules. Boxing. Like, I'm going to hold my arms out really straight <laughs> to fight you. Yeah. Like, I, I come I, and I'm like talking to you and you're like, you're, you're sports lame. It's Yeah, it's horrible. I, I looked up why they did that. I watched a whole video on how, on why the boxing stance changed. Uh, and it, because it was because it was they were... No, they were bare knuckle boxers, and so they didn't punch in the head very much because that was a good way to break your hand. And so there was a lot of body shots, and so they wanted to cover their body. But there was this one dude, tangent, this one dude who was shorter than everybody else who came out with this, like, one arm, like, way out there, and he would just snap, like, pop people with it. And so he could get the reach on these bigger guys that were, like, kind of close in. I love this. It changed changed the stance for boxing, and then the reason – that they still have old, like the boxers posed weird up to like the forties. It was just like an old timey pose. They were just, just tradition making, yeah. they were just, yeah, yeah. It was just cute for the camera. That's so fun. Look, 
we're just coming out with the facts left and right tonight. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we studied. Yeah, like, you gotta oh, learn wow. you something. <laughs> you tuned in for a supernatural monster hunter game, and you're getting the history of martial arts in the West. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you you subscribe to Wrestling Facts. <laughs> All right. Uh, so after you spread out your attribute points, we can move on to skill points. So with skill points, there's going to be 12 different skills. Um, and we'll go through, I'll talk a little bit about what they all do. Um, and every skill has to have a value between zero and five. Nothing can go over a five. Uh, at the start of the game, you can't have more than a two in any skill except the main skill listed on your archetype, which will let you go up to three. Then during gameplay, as you succeed or make progress, you're going to earn experience points that you can then apply to get more skill points. Uh, So, um, real quick, going through the skills, and a lot of them, they're sort of tied into groups that align with those attributes because that's the most commonly used combination. And the dice mechanic here will be if if you're going to try and punch somebody, that's going to be a close combat role, right? So you'd apply, I would say, physique close combat. You take however many points you have in physique, however many points you have in close combat, that's how many D6s you get to roll. If any of them come up a six, you have succeeded. And if you get more than one six, you get to buy extra fancy effects on top of that like impress somebody in the crowd or uh you know take something from your opponent like if they were holding on to a weapon or something like that uh so uh agility uh it's a physique skill um that's going to be you know tiptoeing somewhere climbing up a, a outside of a building or uh dodging <laughs> anything like that Close combat is pretty self-explanatory. If you get into a fight and you're trying to actually physically hit something, there you go. Force is going to be the thing you use whenever you have to move stuff. So if you have to lift a burning double-decker bus off of somebody, that's force. Uh, Medicine, uh, it's under precision. That's obviously your skill at helping to stitch somebody up and the dexterity it takes to do that. Uh, applying a random poultice made of, you know, Welsh cow cud. Who knows? Whatever's required as the situation. Um, stealth. Uh, again, self-explanatory. If you're trying to sneak up on somebody, it's a stealth role. Investigation is going to be putting together clues, checking out a scene. Uh, you go somewhere, you're you're looking around, you're pulling the whole Sherlock Holmes, gather information and piece it together. Uh, learning is going to be if you have to go to a library and look up how something works or figure out that luchadors started in 1863 or anything like that, that's learning. Uh, vigilance is going to be kind of like a traditional spot check, right? Uh, if you're... Let's say you guys have to camp along the side of the road because you can't make it to a town one day, or you you know your your car breaks down. 
and you can't get somewhere and you guys decide to just kind of hunker down by the car because it's pouring rain, uh, the person that stays up to watch for the headless horseman riding by, that's going to be a vigilance roll to see if you fall asleep or if you're able to spot a church grim in the distance that's yowling at somebody, anything like that. Uh, inspiration is going to be kind of a skill that you can use to help out the rest of the party, right? So it's kind of a leadership skill uh, where you can use that to help people recover a condition, you know, don't give up, you can do this, or you got this guy, you know, anything like that would be inspiration. Uh, Manipulation, fairly obvious. You get what you want by lying or directing the truth at someone in a way that gets them to do what you want. Um, And then observation is going to be that, like, I'm looking for something in particular, right? Like, I'm going to sit out here and look for the signs of various random critters in the wild. Does that make sense to everybody? Yes. Heck yeah. Yeah. What was the total number for skills again for middle age? Here we go. Twelve. Uh, yeah, twelve. Twelve. Points. Thank you. Young people get ten points, and old folks get fourteen. My auto panning camera software gets weird when I take a drink. <laughs> it's like, oh, the shape of his head changed. I have to follow it. <laughs> It wouldn't do so well with Pinocchio, I guess. Have I min-maxed my character already? Yes. I don't. <laughs> I, I'm like, how do I make this hard for everyone involved? <laughs> okay, so w- one question. Is anyone taking investigation? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because that's a fun one to find out in the middle of an investigation. Yeah, it's like uh... <laughs> someone will get it. Yeah, that's that. Someone will take yeah. that. Uh. <laughs> huh? I'm looking at like so. So the writer's uh, main attribute is empathy, but like the empathy skills are. I would be like, oh, you're a writer, so like invest, like log, like logic would be those logic-based skills also feel very writer-y and yet, uh, no, those are logic. (laughs) So learning, not a thing that you have to be good at. You can write whatever you want. You don't have to learn (laughs) anything first. I don't got to know nothing. (laughs) (laughs) What's the max number of thingies we can have per skill? Three? Uh, it's three if it's your uh, main skill listed on your archetype sheet. Okay, and cool. it's two otherwise. Time to index. I hope everyone in chat is having a good time listening to us. Yeah, do that. very <laughs> The part is always, yeah, they better. All right, I think I got my stats. 
Um, I have to say, there have been some good suggestions in the chat. Someone said the Texas tornado. Ooh, that's a good one. I love that's a good one. Uh, Clara, I love your suggestion of the pugilist of Paris. Yes. (laughs) I'm here solely for the Paris jokes. Yeah. I I also like the Paris pummeler. I think would be good. Ooh, alliteration. Nice. Yeah. Porcelain jaw. Hey, come on. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, I like the idea that like it's an ironic nickname. Mm. Okay, so now uh, we're going to move on to talents. Everybody gets to pick a talent, uh, and there are some special talents for each archetype, and then there's also some that might be general and shared between. So let's start with uh, the athlete. Um, Your talent choices are famous, uh, which gives you a bonus to manipulation. Mm -hmm. Because don't you know who I am? Uh, Robust, which gives you uh, some extra health. Hang on a second. Robust is you can ignore penalties for physical conditions. On one mm-hmm. roll per gaming session. Okay. Uh, because normally, and then as the you one conditions, it's negative one die each condition you have. Yeah, and the one that I can get for my sport is pugilist. Um, I think pugilist is just extra damage when fighting unarmed. I believe that. But I kind of, I kind of like famous. Um, I there was a scene in the Nevers where uh, the detective is like in interrogating these street tough guys and he's they're like well what's the charge he's like assaulting an officer and so he goes to stand over there in a fighting stance like come on guys uh and the captain goes oh you're gonna fight the ape and the other one goes the what the ape the famous boxer (laughs) and they back down and tell him everything and i'm like yeah that's what i want (laughs) call yourself john wick (laughs) (laughs) even if you pick john Wick, we will not have anti-pet violence in the game, I promise. <laughs> no, I think um, uh, either Clara or Samantha's character dies to prompt your uh, vengeance. Mm, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One, I'm anti, like, I'm like, I I don't want to get fridged, but two, I did briefly talk to Dave this weekend about getting killed. <laughs> I don't get fridged. <laughs> we, did, we did have a discussion. and I have this... to check when ice boxes were invented now. Great. <laughs> This, I uh, am acceptable being sacrificed if I get to come back as undead. That is the truth. That is the clause. Now, <laughs> I, I will. I will put this out there to everybody. If, as we get started playing the game, if you've made a choice here in character creation that just doesn't seem to be working out the way you wanted, you don't like how it feels, you don't. It's not working for you, or you want to shift a, a point around somewhere. That's fine, right? If we're ten sessions in, maybe not. Right, like you've had your chance, but here at the beginning, for sure, just just be cool. Um, the uh, the other thing is, as we get into this, there will be perilous situations. If you get into a situation and you have decided that you think your character would make choices that would lead to their demise, uh. That's fine with me. Uh, we can make up a new character for you, or fill you. You know, if you jump into an NPC that's become a fan favorite or something, that's fine too. We can make it work. Um, 
but just let me know. And especially if it's something where, or like you've decided you're really not liking the way your character has just turned out as you get into playing them and you want to make something different. That's cool. We'll come up with something that, that happens. Uh, you know, even if it's not death, it could be, oh, you got a lucrative boxing contract uh, to go back to the States. So you're going to go do that because F this noise of dealing with the supernatural. I could be rich, <laughs> you know, whatever that might be. Uh, cool. So let's go ahead and do uh, the occultist. That's me. So you can pick. Conjuring tricks that lets you use stealth instead of manipulation when performing a conjuring trick to uh, influence people. Okay. Sleight of hand, I guess. Uh, medium will allow you to use observation to perform a seance where you can predict the future and contact the dead. <laughs> Extra successes provide more information, prolong the contact, or can cause the spirits to materialize and begin to socialize. Uh, sorry. <laughs> uh, on a failure, though, you are given inaccurate information, attacked, or could suffer a condition. Okay. Because it opens I you mean, up to a little bit of always possibility when, meet, when being uh, a medium. The other thing you can do, you can choose, is strike fear. Uh, you can strike with fear. Um, it won't work against Vossen, but it will work against NPCs. Uh, and you can, you know, uh, it's the, the Galadriel, right? Like the, I'm a perfectly normal person. And then now I am this horrifying queen. Oh, like, these options are too good. Uh, and then let me get back to your page. Do you have any others listed there on your archetype? Nope, those are your three choices. Okay, I think um, medium fits the best with what I've got in mind for my character, so much as I love striking fear, I'm going to go with medium. Sure, that works for me. That's always exciting, because then I can come up with, like, supernatural clues to things. Yeah. Stork and I had one convention game ages back where one of the pre-gen characters had the ability to speak to spirits. And so we came up with, well, the very first time we ran it, we didn't prep a lot of stuff. And the, the person playing the character ended up asking spirits for advice all the time. And we came up with stuff and kind of gave it to them off, off the cuff, but we felt really bad that we didn't have something really cool, like as a bonus for, you know, being on top of that. So the next game in that series we prepped, we made like, tons of pre little printed out snippets of conversation and all kinds of, it was just a ton, including a bunch of, you know, essentially clue by fours that would solve problems almost immediately if they did well enough. Right. And that game, the player that got that character never once, never once was like, maybe I should check the spirits. I'm like what? It's like literally your whole thing. Yeah. Come on. Uh, if you can talk to ghosts, talk to them. They have a lot to say. Cool. Uh, so now let's do the servant. So uh, your choices are 
Loyal, you get plus two on fear checks in the presence of someone you have sworn to protect. Uh, which can be useful, because some of these Vossen are going to be scary as hell. I mean, I also like to run, so... <laughs> the next one is Tough as Nails. You get plus two to force when you're fighting unarmed. So, uh, you could actually be the better boxer, I guess. <laughs> yeah, in fact, he, he, yep. <laughs> or whoever, yeah, however that ends up. I forget where we landed on who's going to work with who. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Am I, I? Yeah, no. I'm. I work for the occultist, if I remember correctly. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then like your final choice. Bodies and stuff. <laughs> your final choice <laughs> is robust, and that allows you to ignore the penalties for physical conditions once per game. And that's once per episode, not the whole. Thing. Yeah. Oh, that's just tough. Hmm. That's very tough. Do I have to decide now? Go on. Go on. Move on to someone else. Think about it. Think about it. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, So on to the writer. You get to choose, and this one's one of my favorites. I really like it a lot. Uh, Automatic writing. When channeling spirits through automatic writing, you can use inspiration to gain clues. I would then provide you with more or less vague clues, predictions about the future, momentary insights into the thoughts and experiences of your enemies. Uh, extra successes can reveal more clues. On a failure, I get to decide whether you get a condition, become possessed, or undergo a per- personality change that lasts for 1d6 hours. You can use automatic writing once per game. Oh, that's fun. Uh but yeah, it does come up where you don't succeed and then have a whole fun time. I'm sorry. I feel like you have me confused with someone who doesn't love weird consequences for the shit I pull, pull in game. Um, I will say I didn't put take inspiration as my um, one of my primary skills. So I'm going to respect a little bit. Sure, sure. Well, you have two other choices. So let me go through them real fast. They're, the they're all inspiration based. <laughs> Oh, they are. You're right. You're right. Uh, but a uh, journalist uh, would let you use inspiration instead of manipulation when you're charming and de- or deceiving someone to gain information. Uh, or wordsmith that allows you to ignore uh, any conditions uh, when making inspiration checks. I have to have inspiration. So I just moved manipulation. I, I had uh, manipulation as one of my stats. I moved it to inspiration. There you go. Uh, so yeah, I'm definitely like I'm I'm taking uh automatic writing. Okay. Like <laughs> That's not a question. And now for ghosts. Yeah. I know that can seem similar to being able to do séances and stuff, but the occultist can do it throughout the game, right? Like you could yeah. have multiple séances, it's not a restriction like that. Whereas the automatic writing is only once and can be more disastrous in ways which means we're going to use it every session. Um, I, yeah, cool. No, I, I like, I like the stuff that happens when you also, I was like, I'm not going to play the same character I played on Jason's stream. Kind of am. It's fine. All right. Now. Uh, we'll move on to motivation. 
so on your archetype sheet, you will see some motivations listed, but you're welcome to come up with your own uh, if something else inspires you. Um, and your motivation is basically your whole reason why you're going out here and dealing with supernatural scary stuff rather than living a comfortable life as a boxer. Although boxing isn't top on my comfortable life list. I, you know, that's a, that's a lot of owl, but you know what I mean? Sorry, I was looking at chat and I missed the question. Oh no. Uh, I was just saying uh, it's now it's time for motivation. That's all. Not, oh, got it. Yeah, yeah. I hadn't gotten to that. So let's, uh, let's go reverse order on motivations this time and we'll go to Clara. Uh, the thing that made my character, uh, or it's not the trauma. This is the motivation. Right. Um, uh, okay. What? It, da, 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 Clara, I'm bad at this. Give me one second. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, one of the, you? yeah. Sure. Where is the thing? Uh, so your motivations underwriter are finding a certain Vossen. So there's some specific one that you've heard of and you're on the hunt to try and find that one. Uh, researching a book you want to actually get more information out there to people uh, or revenge some Vossen or something did you wrong and you are gonna get back at the whole that thing. fits very nicely with something I've been kicking around uh, well okay the first one and the last one are like the same one kind of well I mean maybe if finding a certain Vossen might be you heard legend of this thing and you want to find out if it's true Oh, that's it could true. be academic more than like it did something specific to you and your family or whatever. It could be just, uh, oh, you know, I heard about leprechauns. Hmm. I want to write a whole book about leprechauns and find out if they're real. What page is this on? Um, I uh, think. 35. Thank you. Uh, I think I'm going to go with finding a certain Boston, but it might rapidly become. Uh, revenge. Okay. <laughs> For reasons. Because, <laughs> yeah, that kind of plays with something I was thinking about as an impetus to adventure rather than just because of trauma. Sure. So, yeah, when we get to trauma in a minute, trauma is the, the inciting incident that now lets you see the boss. Yeah. So it's that specific thing that happened to you that that's why you can see him and most folks can't. Cool. Yep. All right, so let us go to Mitch for motivation. Um, my motivation is to see my uh, employer happy and not okay. just taken up by the darkness of this world. He stares off into a gloom-ridden London. I like it. I like it. <laughs> I like the idea of occultism and doing seances and all this stuff. And you're like, I'm going to find a way to be cheery today. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm like, it's 4 p.m. Have you eaten? Yes. Oh, my God. Let's, I'm going to make you some eggs. Let's write in our gratitude journal today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, you got a date today. I set it up. So you need to get out of the house. Stop reading books. We'll do this. That's awesome. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, so now let me. 
can remember how the alphabet works, get to the right page. For Sam, a motivation. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, do you have them there or do you want me to read? I have them. Uh, I have learning about Vasen, understanding myself, or power. Let me get Um <laughs> I'm actually not going to choose power. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> oh. No, I think I'm going to go with learning about Vasen, but like in a hands-on kind of way, consensually. I like, I like the respectfully hands-on kind of way. <laughs> yeah, that's great. The game hasn't even started yet. We know where this is going. <laughs> mm -hmm. It is a hundred percent about to all go down. Uh, and then let's get to our boxer motivation. All right. Are Are you okay if I go off script a little bit? Absolutely. Like, yeah. These are okay. these are choose one of these or something else that. It works for you. All right. It's it's all make them ups anyways. So I'm I'm gonna do a variation on increase one's own abilities. It's it's gonna be uh I need to get strong enough to fight something off when it comes to collect a debt. Oh, right. And we'll get to that when we get to my dark secret. Very cool. That's fantastic. I like it. So now let's go on to trauma. Now, like I mentioned before, this is the thing that happened to you at some point in your life that maybe it was a close brush with death or something else or or something, you know, that Vasen did you wrong. Uh, Vasen did you wrong. Uh, that That's now why you can see them. And that's why you were recruited into the society to help deal with these things. And the society started in Sweden. You guys are going to be the first people to sort of set one up in the UK. Uh, so uh, let's stick with the athlete and find out what your trauma was. All right. This one I'm taking right off the page. Uh, I was cursed by a game-fixing witch. Uh, so early in my career, I, had, I was doing really well. I was winning all my fights. And then I was supposed to throw a fight, and I wouldn't. Uh, and I got cursed afterwards as a result. Uh, like it yeah is the witch still around or was this back in america so this was back in america uh back when he was young so i think he's in the like 20 we're gonna say 28 and this happened when he was like 18 okay cool so it's it's the reason he started to be able to see uh Vossen, but yeah, yeah. I, I dig it I just I didn't know if this was like a very recent thing here in Europe. I have or... I have somebody else who's who's the thing that's coming for me. Okay, okay, we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, trauma. Let's go back to Mitch. Uh, yeah. Uh, in the uh, church that I grew up in uh, in Spain, uh, there was this little box. Um, then every night, uh, a little hand would crawl out of it and move the box aside. Um, and no one would see anything, but every now and then body parts of the other kids went missing. Uh, and one night I did see it right before I blew out the candle. And now every time I blow out the candle, I can still see it smiling at me and it keeps me up at night. Yeah, that's, 
Super awesome. See, this is what I was talking about. It's all fun and games until something real creepy happens in this game. <laughs> That's what I like. It's super delightful. All right. Ah, cool. Uh, let's go to... Uh, I'm closer to writer in the book. So what is your trauma, Clara? Uh, <laughs> so uh, the first one. Uh, okay. My character was a uh, chain was supposed to be a changeling, um, kidnapped before they were baptized, and um, was like by a queen of fae, and was you know a gross child because children are kind of full of liquid, and uh, was basically you know a baby, and probably spit up or sneezed on a fairy monarch and they were like nope and put her back uh uh which is something i have already also asked which was uh if my character can be allergic to vasen which we will probably happen at some point uh and more recently and this is kind of related to what we i wanted to do with the um search with uh motivation is she took work as a governess in London and um so and, uh, another fairy decided they were going to fucking steal the kids she was taking care of so you said not today I'm yes <laughs> it's like ah this is a pattern we're stopping I, this now i know exactly what's happening here right cool all right uh now occultist Yes. What was your trauma? I'm going to go a little off book because none of these ones seem to fit. Okay. Um, so my character um, was raised in um, kind of a rural, uh, like, religious family um, that didn't really know much or had kind of forgotten the old traditions of the land. So she didn't really know them growing up. Um, but much like me who was playing her, she was a creepy kid. And so whilst playing in the woods one day, found oh a neat skull that just happened to be from a local forest god's altar and took it home with her to decorate her room said forest god uh climbed in through her window to retrieve it at night and oops she woke up (laughs) so uh sees horrible terrifying creature in her bedroom at night as a child uh that'll that'll scar you for life dig it also kind of pointed her in the occultist direction because she's like wait a minute nobody taught me about any of this what's all this yeah what there's a whole world out here all right let's do uh dark secrets so this is a thing that um, it might be linked to your trauma. It might not. Uh, It might be um, uh, just something that is terribly embarrassing to you as a person uh, or that just you don't want anybody to know about. But um, 
it's something that throughout our play we might resolve, right? So if it's something that is tied to a backstory bit or whatever, we it, we might end up cycling that into our story and that could resolve. But then you kind of come up with something else to fill in its spot. Uh So, let's go ahead and go backwards again. So, let's start with Sam for a dark yes. secret. Um, I think my character's dark secret, which uh, I think I mentioned when we were chatting a little bit pre-game, um, is that she's not who she says she is. So, um, she has a dark secret that kind of got her banished from her hometown um and so she is pretending to be someone she is not um and i think the dark secret she has that got her banished is that uh she's a little too interested in boston and got banished for hooking up with one i see yeah that would do it yeah <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Right. <laughs> she has a type. Listen. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go. Uh, what is your dark secret, Mitch? Um, uh, living, growing up in poverty, like, uh, and having like severe hunger pains, uh, and like really, like you know, when you get hungry and you got nothing to do, and it's just kind of like clawing at you. Um. He he killed his parents and ate them, uh, which is why he eventually went to the church because uh, he needed someone to take care of him. But it's something he thinks about and he struggles with. Yeah. Yes. And now I want like Korean barbecue. That's uh, good. Sorry. Mm, I'm real hungry, but I got this yeah. delicious salt. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mom, I need a hand with something. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's do uh, Clara. What is your dark secret? Mine's very boring now. <laughs> um, uh, My character, I was considering, uh, I think I'm going to keep this, uh, I'm going to keep what I was thinking about before, but uh, her family and the reason she is in London is because the rest of her family fought uh, against Britain during the war of independence for Ireland. Uh, so her family is, were members of the IRA and she's now in London. <laughs> All right. You can't put something in a historical setting and not expect me to be like, I'm going to fuck with that. No, no, that's <laughs> one thing. That's delightful. Like, again, part of the fun of this era, time wise, you know, is like thinking about as Americans, we're educated in a way that we're not really looking at what life was like in another place. And since so much culture ends up coming out of Hollywood, it's all sort of our flavor. It's, nice to think about that stuff i think it's cool yeah i mean well the the history book i read said that nothing happened outside of america 
that's uh, true right for a very long time so literally nothing has happened to ever yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just been us only the times that there's <laughs> stuff involving us that's, that's yeah. <laughs> everybody else just goes back into a cryogenic freezer mm-hmm. at the back of our simulation until they go back in there canada <laughs> oh. oh that sounds nice can i be canadian <laughs> Get a nap. i mean depending on what part of canada it is kind of like living in a cryogenic storage facility oh. certain times of the year you get far enough north it's not a joke i don't like the idea of my eyelashes freezing off that's not okay uh, all right uh what is your dark secret that ties into this betting witch. All right. So after about a year of losing every fight, uh, he started looking for solutions to remove this curse. Uh, and he heard about a gangster uh, named the banker who he had to meet at a crossroads. Uh, said he'd fix it, but it only lasts for about 10 years. And then he'd come and see me. Uh, and it's, that was about nine years ago or nine and some years ago, depending on when you want to bring that up. Sure. All right. Uh, so, yeah. So he made a deal with a crossroads demon. That's fantastic. The yeah. real reason I'm playing this character is so I could yell at you as soon as I find it, to find this out, because that is <laughs> so loaded. <laughs> well, the, the part that's hilarious is you, that guy, that demon robbed you. Ten years? That's a real short repayment period. You should have held out for more. <laughs> well, he's hoping that uh, his immigration to London, the Crossroads demon, won't be able to find him. Sure. That's how that works. That's yeah. well, what's the interest rate on that, like, per month? Yeah, demons can't cross water. That's how it works. I'm pretty sure. It's as good a chance as any. occultist. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, I think now we should probably talk about your character names. Does anybody have a name? Or are we all just floating in that river of... Okay, great, Sam. For once, I have a name. Normally, it takes me forever. I'm ready. Um, I'm excited. Yes. So, I wanted to name her uh, because she's pretending to be Welsh. Um, that's not her country of origin. Uh, so I wanted to name her basically the Welsh equivalent of like Jane Smith. So uh, her name is Sean Jones. It's spelled S-I-A-N. It's pronounced Sean Jones. Got it. Cool. This part I wanted to write down. <laughs> uh, anybody else have a name? Well, I did, except <laughs> it's very close to Sean now. Oh, crap. <laughs> so I get for not coordinating. Uh, I was going to use uh, Sersha Shehi, okay. spelled all incorrectly. <laughs> With numbers and stuff. Yes. I picked one that people knew. I'm sorry. And last name one more time. Uh, Shahi. S-H-E-H-E-E-Y. I think that's right. Cool. What about you, Texas Tornado? 
<laughs> so uh so i think i'm going with the name uh jackie princeton uh and his i gotta pick one of these some of these are really good um i like the paris pugilist but i think i gotta go with the texas tornado that's super good Mitch. Uh, so I have I have two in mind. Uh, well, okay, three three in mind. Um, one is Lucero. Uh, the second is Diablo, uh, and the third is Amon. So I don't. I let chat choose because I don't. I don't think I'm responsible enough to make these choices. All right. You're all good. You're a a Boston hunter. You're a Boston uh, investigator who's going to just go by Diablo. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. You're in London. It's not like they know that it's. Yeah, yeah. Like they're like. "Ah!" That's true. It's Diablo. (laughs) It's Diablo. (laughs) All right. Did the chat vote for Diablo? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I okay. put it in. I'm oh, voting should... for Diablo. <laughs> I love the idea that the demon coming after uh, Jackie is going to show up and be like, are you covering this one? I don't oh, it's okay. like sp- the Spider-Man meme. Like... <laughs> Just... <laughs> hey. That's cool. All right. So now that we have some names or almost have some names uh let's uh do our relationships with the other pcs so on your archetype sheet you have a relationships subcategory um and you can apply those to the other players around the table and now if one of them doesn't fit or sometimes what i like to do with this is have everybody read your three choices and if one of the other player characters thinks that that fits for their character they could nominate themselves for it um but if there's one on here in your list that you don't like that you don't think matches up with your character idea it's totally fine to substitute in something else or if you have some cool idea having listened to everybody else's characters up to this point and you're like oh yeah i i'm i'm just a fan of boxing you know like maybe that's the relationship right you're that guy that shows up to every match sitting in the front like cheering you know that that kind of a thing. That's that's fine too. So let's start with. Uh, I'm already on the occultist page. So Sam. Ooh, okay. Um, I'm just gonna read them, and then if you guys hear one that uh, you like, let me know. Um, first one is you are hiding something from the rest of us. Uh, I am, but also someone else. Um, you bring me peace, or you will save us all one day. I want to bring you peace. Okay, that, I was going to give you that one. Yes. All right, Diablo. <laughs> I think you just got named. <laughs> yeah. uh, I uh, I was trying to like figure out if I had the power to make pulls, uh, which I think I should be given more power so I can make pulls. Uh, so just throwing that out there, I would like more power, please. <laughs> Noted. 
This is the game where we're all going to like independently try to just become Vossen. I think that's the new. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think Vossen that's how hunters. Go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you just keep hunting I could them be hiding something. I think you are hiding something. I mean, I am hiding something, so that fits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but now remember this is this is we're all hiding something. Like this is the way your character Sam looks at that other character. So yeah, you'd be suspicious because maybe he's not well, so like, good at hiding stuff. Yeah, I feel like as an occultist too, I might see some signs that he has made uh, an occult deal. Also, sure. And so I'd be like, there's a a malaise about you or something. You're hiding something. All right. You see, like a 1990s D and D shirt, like tossed in his room. Like <laughs> Satan must be involved. Suspicious. Mm-hmm. There's like every morning we all get woken up by the bird that smacks into the window. It's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who's that we for? We don't invite him over. <laughs> we want to sleep in. All the water is blood again. Damn yeah. it. Tastes like Kool Aid, though. So that's cool. I really no, just, just want to just let it run for a bit. It'll clear. <laughs> it always comes out red. It's the clay in the water. You should get that checked out, though, <laughs> if it continues. Oh, and I think it makes sense uh, that uh, Sorsha will save us all one day because you're allergic to Vossen, so that's going to come really... in handy. They can't sneak up on us. Oh, or. Hmm. Or maybe they, they uh, we find out eventually that they're also allergic to you, so we just use like a cheese grater on your arm and have like powdered uh, oh my God. <laughs> you, and we're just like, Hush. just get dandruff. Just yeah, <laughs> bam. Please stop washing ah. your hair. We need that. How do you like that apples? <laughs> People hire you to leave dander in their house. Just... Heck yeah. <laughs> What's your oh job? Well, I go and I sleep on people's pillows. <laughs> it's price. not entirely not what this character already kind of does. It's like you take care of kids. Yeah. Why is there a bowl of milk under the bed? Don't ask. Yeah. Yeah. I dig it. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go with Mitch with your relationship. Uh, yeah, uh, at your service. <laughs> is that, am I at someone's service or are they at my service? I, I think it's, you're at someone's service. Yeah, yeah. That would be... Heck, that's not what the job servant, that's, I read the job description wrong. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I can't think of anyone else but like Sam's character. Yeah, that just, like, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I feel like our characters have like a symbiotic relationship though because like my character is not rich and was never so I feel like it, you're like servant in name only but we're like co-workers <laughs> yeah I, I try to I like wake you up at 5am be like look I got you some milk and eggs toss it on you like I'm out peace <laughs> did my job for the day paycheck put under the bed that's where I sleep go back on under the bed, that's where I sleep. <laughs> it's five o'clock in the morning. It's time for you to get up. Kick the bed above you. Yeah. <laughs> There's something under my bed. Oh, that's just Diablo. Doesn't make yeah. that any better. Yeah. Don't don't worry. 
<laughs> Fine. It's just Diablo underneath your bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my All next right. one is I don't take orders from you. I mean, that that feels like a famous boxer situation. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I've seen your fights. Yeah. yeah I'm out here. Mm-hmm. Sure. And then that uh, leaves mutual respect. That's, that's we're a similar classes. If I'm play, if like my character's current job is governess. Oh sure. What do you mean classes? What what? It's nineteen twenty, bread. Like, uh, it, societal strata. Societal oh, yeah, strata. Yeah. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> I'm like, oh, we share each other's gossip and stuff. Like I'm yeah. like, you know, my person is like like 10 minutes on the toilet in the morning right like yeah, something's so obviously wrong like yeah, but they're not gonna take like the remedies we offer them exactly like, like go to the doctor I, I make an appointment and they don't listen and it's like <laughs> yeah it's only gonna get worse mm-hmm. so you gotta get that checked out <laughs> oh shit someone's coming <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah they're like leaning out from one window to the other mm-hmm. <laughs> in the morning <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of that, how about your relationships, Clara? I immediately navigates away. Um, oop, 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 where'd it go? There we are. Uh, you inspire me. <laughs> uh, so I, I kind of, I'm a little bit off book, maybe not. I think that uh, with the automatic writing skill that I can take, I think that is not, <clears throat> excuse me, that is not something voluntary. And I think uh, my character may have met uh, Xi'an through like, hey, so this is a new fun thing that's happening to me. And so we may have a relationship through that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, if, if I found out you could do that, I would probably try and like help you with it. Like, you're like, Teach oh, me. Yeah, that's totally normal. Don't worry about it. Just try not to get possessed. <laughs> it seems super not normal. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that would be a better way than like, uh, you inspire me, tries to win your appreciate, um, appreciation, and you frighten me are the three. And uh, some of them just don't like, I think you, I think uh, <laughs> I almost want Diablo to be like, you kind of scare me haven't figured out what's happening here but like we're friends because i don't like the alternative <laughs> i'm just like hey i'm staying over tonight i just like <laughs> my, the, my boss snores i like the idea of like we'll be having like a casual conversation it's like yeah you know like everyone gets tied in the yard and you're like uh, and uh, Sarah's is just like no actually <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know everyone's doesn't everyone eat their parents yeah like you know (laughs) you you grow every human grows up uh and just like you know some some bugs and or animals you eat eat your parents and you move on you grow up you do it all over again it's uh it's it's normal it's good times i'm not gonna end up the same way my parents did i'm never having kids so i don't get eaten (laughs) what did he just say (laughs) yeah one of those (laughs) Yeah, this is fine. Mm-hmm. So it's fine. <laughs> uh, I almost, this is 
uh, out of left field, I think is very fun is I think that my character is just a big fan of Jackie. Mm. <laughs> like I have nice. seen all of your fights since you've been oh, awesome. in London. I even have a little bit of the rope from the last, like, no, that'd be weird. I have a piece. No, of you should have a rope. Like, <laughs> like just a little bit of the ring yeah. or something. Like what's a thing I'm trying to think of like, what's a thing that you would get as the like souvenir from a boxing match? Like the mat where he sweated and got knocked out on. Oh, like, the towel? Cut. Oh, no, gross. Like mat. The... <laughs> I'm talking about the mat. Like it still has a blood off. stain on it. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say a toothpick that got knocked out. (laughs) Oh hell yeah! Okay, wait. Yeah, yeah. I think I have a tooth from an uh, like one of your opponents that you knocked out. Oh, nice. This year. Yeah. Okay. Cool. It still has the filling. (laughs) If you ever get that hard of times, you could probably sell it for some money. It's just a silver. A little bit of gold in it. (laughs) Yeah, it's good. All right. So I think we're getting close to being done. Uh, uh, is it me now? Yeah. Hurt. All right. Uh, <clears throat> okay. So uh, mine are good enough company, a potential rival, and doesn't like sport, therefore uninteresting. I don't know if I like that one, though. Um. I might steal one from the entertainer. Uh, I can. F- I feel you judging me instead of the doesn't like sport. Sure. Uh, I kind of think that uh, Diablo might be the a potential rival, but I also think it would be interesting if it was. Uh, how do you say your name, Sean? Sean. 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 Uh, I think it would be cool if it was Sean too. Uh, but what do you potential think? rival for what for deals uh, with satan yeah. <laughs> he's Listen, got one up on you you want you want his demon to show up so that you can date him oh that's true yes call okay. your demon in yeah, like, mm-hmm. i just want to talk i feel like you made a deal with the demon were they hot yeah, yeah. you like draw this picture of jason momoa and you're like yeah it looks like this and we're just like yeah Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry, but you're gonna have to call in your demon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sell more of your soul. Uh, so, what do y'all think? Do we do we want to go with uh, the occultist is the rival, or mm-hmm. the? Yeah, I think that'd be good. Okay, so yeah, we we'll have Jason to figure out why exactly, because uh, it's probably not a boxing rival. <laughs> no, unless you're just like a badass, and I don't know about it. <laughs> No, I put my two in physique, so... Oh, okay. Unless I can use stealth for uh, combat. Groin are you are you, a, are you like a terror in a fight? Do you have like weird magic occultist powers? Um, I'm very stealthy. I do have ranged combat because um, I have uh, high precision. I like it. She throws um, guns at people. <laughs> Although, ooh, I I get it. Um, so, uh, boxing and like um, seances were both really popular at the time. So we're mm. probably rivals for like entertainment of like the rich people because what my character yeah. does is she's a fake Welsh person but a real occultist, 
So she performs seances for the like upper crust and then bilks them out of their money. So we're like a, we're like social rivals. Like we both go to a party and we fill the same role of an oddity. Yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Got it. We can't like invite it. Jackie to this party. We already have a seance, an occultist. <laughs> <laughs> can't have a boxer and an occultist. That's gauche. Yeah. <laughs> um, since you're my fan, I think good enough company fits. He's like, oh, yeah, you can oh, hang oh. out. Just doing a vibe. <laughs> um, and then I'm going to take, I feel you, ju- what do you think, Mitch? Does Is Diablo judging me? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, okay, one, you don't take care of yourself. Like, it doesn't sound like, you know, you, you like, you need to get the legs in. You're focusing on your arms. Um, I mean, what you wear isn't that sexy, so... I feel like you'd be more famous if you actually like put on some makeup and like really like look silky smooth. Uh, but you just Started a mess, and I gotta watch that every game. I don't like it. <laughs> All right, amazing. <laughs> yeah, because makeup is one of my uh, equipment. So, Ooh. okay. All right. Uh, so now we're gonna do. Uh, a fun bit of getting a chance to roll some dice tonight. So, if you could just get two d6s, uh, would be helpful if they were different colors because then you can tell which one is a tens place and which one is a ones place in a roll. Oh no, I have to access my very large collection of dice. Yes. It's so dark in here. I'm like, I have a piece of a face in 1d6. I don't know. Well, you can just many. roll it twice. That's fine. You know. That's fair. That's all okay. So this, uh, this roll is going to be for your character's memento. It's some little tiny thing that your character carries around or has uh, that is just a little quirk about you. Maybe it helps with, you know, maybe it ties into a backstory or some bit that gives us something we could explore down the road. But uh, It's fun to kind of do it. I mean, you could choose one, but I like the random. If you get something and you're like, oh, no, that doesn't make any sense for me. I don't like it. Then we could pick something else. That's fine. It's not, I'm not like, mm-hmm. if you really get something and you're like, this stuff, what? Why would I have that? Yeah, I hope I get the AK-47. Because that would be a great memento for this campaign. The memento from the future. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it has fallen through time to help me kill these fools. Very armory, army of darkness. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, who would like to go first? I will. Go uh, for it. So <laughs> what'd you get for your first roll? I got powder compact with sleeping pills. Okay. What do you do? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like from under the bed, I'm like, like cutting up the little pills and I'm just going. I'm going to see that smiling face. Not tonight. (laughs) That's hell. (laughs) Yep. So yeah, if if that's if you want to stick with it, 
Yeah, no, I feel that's appropriate. That's, that's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. All right. Uh Sam. Yes. On the top side of the bed, what do you have? Nice. Let's find out. All right. Uh, Ooh. I have a hat with a secret compartment. That's a thing you could actually acquire, I think, as Samantha. I mean, I could make one. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the secret compartment is just like the space underneath the hat. Unless you rig it with like a little like extendy thing. You just yeah. like, or like actually, boxing glove comes out. Uh, if I transpose the numbers, this one might be a little bit more interesting. Okay. Um, sm- small bottle of perfume that reminds you of someone. Okay. Oh, it should be that Faye you, you banged. <laughs> yeah. Faye you banged? Yeah. Yeah. Your Faye bang perfume. Uh-huh. <laughs> Faye bang by Lorraine. Yeah. <laughs> by Henry Cavill. Like there's these... I can just imagine these maudlin nights where you're like looking out a window and you just squirt out the tiniest bit of the perfume and go... And just look at the rainy <laughs> landscape of London like... Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Diablo leaves. <laughs> yeah. You need this house for yourself. I'm gonna go drinking or go Just hang out. Flipping through a demon summoning book wistfully. Yeah, like, <laughs> uh, you need your private time. Demon summoning. You, you mean dating summoning. Yeah. <laughs> In a book, it's still swiping right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this one has three horns, not my thing. I'm more of a five horn person. <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh go Clara. Uh uh one and three, lucky thirteen. Uh I can either do a seal ring with a secret chamber, that's very cool. Or a silver cross on a chain. Both are kind of good ones. <laughs> uh damn. Can I combine them? Like a silver cross with a secret compartment? Yes. Okay. Excellent. I'm done with that. I'm here for this. All right, Kurt. <laughs> what was this? Have you seen Dangerously? Not Dangerously, Aislons. What's the what? Cruel Intentions. Oh, yeah. Those are vastly <laughs> different movies. <laughs> uh, they are essentially the same they movie. They are the same movie. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I was like, it's full of cocaine. Uh Okay. Yeah. I got a uh, 34, which is a newspaper from a date that means something to you. Uh, and so I think it's, um, I think it's the fight that I won in defiance of the, the witch. And like, you can see the witch in the background of the, like in the photo. Is it like it follows or are we talking about we're conjuring witch or the witch from the movie, Witch? uh, the witch, or, the witch that oh, like um, like a naked goat. Think, <laughs> no, no. I think, <laughs> sorry, I spilled something over here, so I'm trying to clean oh. up. Um, Aren't all goats naked? <laughs> Some have if you pants. Don't put a tutu on so. them. <laughs> uh, yeah. What do they look like? I think our goats um, are different in Maryland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I think they look like uh, they're like dressed like a promoter. Um, 
but it's uh like a older woman in like a men's like men's clothing like a like a suit uh and like hair pulled back tight uh yeah i think that's what we see all right so uh we don't have to dive into the exact equipment that you're planning to get with your character but we should talk about um your resources so resources are the money that you have access to um so if you look on your uh on in your little stat block at the bottom it has resources between uh, for example for the servant it's between two and four so two would be poor you live very simply um you you can eat but usually not enough and then four is financially stable um you know you've got a steady income and you're doing all right for yourself yeah financially stable is too far that's going to be hard to role play i don't know if i could get my mind in that that's a it's a whole new world so you kind of go in the middle and that's struggling Right, like that's <laughs> yeah. that's you 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 can you know you have enough most of the time, but you're only one uh you know one flat tire away from yeah. Paper. I'm gonna form a union. I'll sure. show my boss. Coworker. <laughs> 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 yeah, you're like, mm, that boss is so mean to me. <laughs> I'm right here. We work together. Literally okay. spread everything 50-50. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> like, Look, sometimes you're a co-worker, sometimes you're my boss. When I'm complaining, you're my boss. Um, And then I don't know if anybody has... Does anybody have higher than four on their research? Where are you no. seeing this, spot, this one? It's on your archetypes. Like, uh, it's under right. relationships. Yeah. Oh. A little box. Uh, yeah, it's in that box at the bottom. Four. Oh, well, if you're a very successful writer, you might be as high as five, which puts you into middle class. Uh, oh, two through five. Okay. No, I'm not a successful writer. That was not the vibe. Okay. Uh, Writing Sonic bad. fanfic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, they're not like... Uh, I think we're just going to go with either struggling or financially stable. I don't know. I'll go with struggling. Yeah, that seems correct for the kind of thing I'm going with. And you're a writer, so. A writer. Sense. Yeah, you, you, you know, you sell a short story now and then, you get paid, but sometimes that has to stretch and last a while. That kind of, yeah. That yeah. kind of a thing. Yeah, I like that. Oh, no, I like that. Because this wasn't someone I was predicting was going to be some like a famous writer. Sure, sure. Uh, so um, that completes character creation. We did it. Um, the little bit more that I want to talk about with the game system is as we get into it, you guys are going to have sort of a home base uh, and that's going to be in London just outside of the actual city of London right? Um, 
but still in an area that if you were to buy a house there today would cost you multiple millions of dollars, right? Still fairly close to the, all the downtown bits um, or central bits, I guess. I don't think they call it downtown um, like we tend to. I don't know why. Now I'm, yeah, I keep coming up with these questions to myself, like, What's the etymology of downtown? Where did we start saying that? Is it a New York thing? Like, uh, it's happening. Yeah, <laughs> this is the Hold education. On, I'm going, back to, Wikipedia. I'm going yeah. back to Wikipedia. But um, you all will be—you've been recruited into this society, um, and the society has told you all uh, after you are settled in London that you can now uh, make your way to an address that, that takes you to this this house that looks like a grand home, right? It is, it is large on the outside, but it looks pretty run down, right? When you arrive, it's very much looking bedraggled, right? Like no one has lived here, although it was clearly built to be a grand home at some point. Um, and the, the name it goes by is the Rose house and right above the front door, there's a, a beautiful stained glass, uh, rose in the sort of, uh, I had the name for it above the door. There's a window thing. Like it's not a corniche, but one of those. Yeah. Anyway. Um, and that's where it gets its name. Uh, and that this house is owned by the society and that you can use it as your central hub location. Uh, the house does come equipped with a wonderful library, um, they've told you, that will help you in your research of Boston as you start to investigate things. So one of the things before you go off on a mystery is you'll often have some time to prep. You know, you, you hear a rumor of something weird happening in the mines uh, up north. Well, okay. And then you can spend a little time, do some research in the library, you know, gather some information about things that have happened in mines in the past, that kind of thing. And then uh, that gives you some benefits when you go to try and solve the mystery because you've actually read up on, like, well, what Vossen might be around a mine. Instead of just going in there going, well, I don't know, something weird. Let's figure it out. Um, and then as you complete mysteries, um, you can actually get upgrades for your home. that give you additional benefits when you're prepping for the next mystery. Or they might give you access to stuff as your character, right? There's stuff that specifically, like there might be a seance room or there might be those kinds of things that help you get some benefits. Um, in addition to the library, Rose House is also said to have a small armory. So it does have some basic weapons and things there that you can have access to and use. Um, and it doesn't have, it does it doesn't have like a hospital wing or anything, but it does have, you're told that it's been supplied with some basic medical stuff, right? 
that, that the house could support recuperation time if something happens. Um, and that's one of the things in the game. As you take damage, you don't have hit points in this game, but damage isn't... Uh, you, when you look at your character sheet under conditions. So as you start, if you take a physical condition, you'll have to check exhausted, battered, or wounded, right? And that's kind of up to you. It depends on the flavor of what just happened to you kind of thing. Like if you've been trying to run and catch up to a, a car that's getting away before it can escape, but you trip or something goes wrong with your roll, that might be exhausted, right? You're just standing on the side of the road with your hands on your knees going, oh, please, <laughs> I don't want to run anymore. Uh, um, but each one of those conditions you take gives you minus one on physical rolls. Or the same is true if you take mental conditions and you try and do a mental activity. Um, those would be minus one. If you've marked all three of the top conditions and you have to take another one, you then mark broken, the final condition under physical or mental. And broken will take you out of the scene. It's not necessarily mean death. It just means that you're unconscious or you're fleeing for your life or screaming in terror and just running away or, you know, whatever. But you're not in the scene anymore at that point. And when you check broken, you're also going to have to roll to see if you take a critical injury. Uh, that might be something like, you know, a broken limb or uh, a lasting phobia or something like that. Um, and there's a whole chart and table for rolling on those to come up with some fun combinations of terrible things that could happen. Do we sleep here? Uh, you are welcome to use it to sleep there. And we'll get into the actual house itself uh, when we start the next game session, because that's where I want to kind of start things off mm. is when you guys arrive at the house uh um, is the house like a house of leaves situation where it just kind of grows or like are we just slowly discovering rooms because we're just lazy and have or like we'll do the ground floor today well uh it's a good question we'll have to <laughs> see i mean some things can be added physically like you could add on a room like hire workers ah. and build something else uh but, yeah like a butterfly room we just capture some butterflies and throw them in the bathroom just be like make sure to open and close the door real quick <laughs> yeah out of charge that's my nightmare <laughs> <laughs> dislike I think, maybe I think there's that's... rooms that we haven't found keys for that are yeah. just like locked exactly yes yes there will be okay. areas that you know oh you know we don't use the east wing that was shuttered <laughs> you know there's cannibals immediately there. tries to get into the east yeah, i was gonna say <laughs> as soon as we find the rooms of, this has been wallpapered over and it is definitely a closet that we hear scraping coming from and sean is already carving the wallpaper off <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh you don't look my at way it. into the creepy room yeah. hello does anybody want to be friends i live here now <laughs> so uh but the house at its start, we'll have those facilities I mentioned, a library, an armory, and some basic medical stuff. Uh, it will also have room for you all to stay in your own rooms um, if you so desire. If you don't want to, that's fine. You could continue to live off-premises, uh, but you'll ex yeah, probably I mean, have to expect random messengers to arrive. Wherever my boss is sleeping, I'm underneath the bed. 
You have your own room. It's right here. You could totally gotta use be. your own room. A whole ass room. I gotta be ready in case they need anything in the middle of the night. Also, if this smiling thing comes out, I want someone else to be there. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. I like how you hang out with me in case of monsters. Yeah. <laughs> Just throw the occultist at it. <laughs> Solve it. <laughs> I, I also like the idea of the like, yeah, you're hanging out with the hope of help if this thing arrives, but then at the same time, you're like, she calls up lots of scary stuff. Like, yeah. <laughs> Most likely to be near monsters. I like yeah. <laughs> I like that Sam's character is like also hanging out with the servant because they also want the thing to show up. <laughs> Like, ready. Oh, there's a horrifying thing that might be chasing you. Yeah, let's hang out. <laughs> I'll wait yeah. around until it shows up. Sounds great. <laughs> nah, all right. Nah, nah, uh, so, do you guys have friend? any questions about the basics of the game? Anything? Okay. I mean, so I so people watching uh, understand in that it's clear. What percentage of NPCs will be romanceable? We're talking about 80, 90? I, I, 69, what are we talking about? A good percent. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm pretty open to most things. I, you know, your friends might stop you before I do. Right? <laughs> I don't know that we can. <laughs> Literally, at least two people in this party, I, th- I think, are monster positive. <laughs> Sure. At least. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I'll take a minute and mention uh, for those of you watching at home or listening later, um, we are all prepared with some safety tools for this game. Um, we've talked about some lines and veils amongst the party and we'll dodge those artfully. Um, but again, if uh, anything comes up in play and it bothers anybody, you could just say X or X card or just flash the sign and we'll move on. No question asked. Uh, you don't have to justify yourself to anybody else um, because we're here to have fun and not to be terrible to each other. So um, we'll, we'll make sure that that happens. Uh, additionally, um, if uh, when we get started, uh, if there's things that are happening that you really like and you want to see more of, feel free to let me know later. Um, I'm happy to, push things in one direction or another, or if you have some inspiration about something happening that you want to not put out there on front street to the rest of the players, we can totally work on that too. Um, that's totally fine. Um, Cause I'm all about that stuff, right? Like I'm the guy that had a player come to me and said, I want to be a secret robot. And then it was a thing um, that basically made a, significant portion of the plot for two games so um i don't want to let anybody in this game be a secret robot just as a heads up (laughs) i'm open to a lot of things but 1920 secret robot is is probably steam-powered robot right see that's the problem (laughs) is if you're powered by steam passing as a human robot how how like i have gas i must eat coal (laughs) 
Yeah, it's like nineteen hundred. Don't just talk about it. Flatulent. Polite society. Just yeah. super flatulent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a wonderful party! <laughs> 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 Sounds like a cruise ship horn. <laughs> it's not the fog horns in London. Yeah. It's, it's... <laughs> oh god! <laughs> yeah. Uh, but aside from that, I think we're just about done for tonight. Uh, that was wonderful, and I'm very excited uh, because I've already got some awesome ideas about things that are going to trip you guys up, and that is fun for me. Um, and then you guys came up with awesome ideas that I get to play with, so thank you. Um, yeah, I guess. Uh, I guess I'll get into the actual official wrap this up talk, not just sit here yammer. Um, thanks everybody <laughs> for joining us. Um, we'll be back again live next Monday night, 7 p.m. Pacific, uh, and following after on the everywhere else, the YouTubes and the podcasts and the, all of that. So you can either listen to us in person, uh, and we have a great team of people that are helping out with moderation duties in the chat room. Uh, so I appreciate you. Um, I believe tonight it was Wiz. So thanks. That's great. Um, and uh, the other thing I want to make sure to say uh, is let's go around and have everybody throw out their hi, this is what I'm doing. Uh, you can find me here kind of talk so that everybody gets a chance to talk about the cool stuff that they do other than this. Uh, let's go to Clara. Uh, hello. Surprise. <laughs> Complete surprise. Uh, hello, I'm Clara. Uh, I'm all over the internet as clearly underscore golden, unless you're into mermaids, in which case you can find me on Instagram as mermaid underscore clarity. Uh, I have not been doing things lately. That's not true. Um, I, uh, you can see me on weekends at the Renaissance Fair right now with the Merry Wives of Windsor sometimes. And, uh, oh, Queen's Court, uh, you can catch me also over at Queen's Court Games. Uh, our actual play of Vampire the Masquerade uh, is putting out their season two very soon. So this is the time to catch up on all of the previous episodes, all 16-ish. We also put out an April Fool's episode, which is very good. So, yeah. Dig it. Uh, how about Kurt? Hi. Uh, I, like I said, I'm Kurt. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, uh, at Kurt Potts, all one word. Uh, I'm also a game designer. I wrote, uh, I co-wrote a game called Lighthearted with my wife, Kate Potts. Um, you can find that at lighthearted.games. Um, or if you want to learn more stuff about me, just go to my Twitter. Eh, there's a bunch of stuff there. Yeah. That's, this is, this is a pile. There's, <laughs> come and learn facts. Twitter facts. Twitter facts with Kurt. <laughs> all right. Uh, Mitch. It's bad. It's all bad. Not all bad. I've, I've, I've stalked you pretty uh, obsessively. It's pretty chill. Oh. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, yeah, I am Mitch. You can find me at Mitch S. Bustios uh, on the Twitters. Uh, you'll find me over at Weave the Tail. We got our next season coming up in May. 
Uh, other than that, uh, I'm the writer and creator of Necrobiotic. Uh, I do head writing for Chew, uh, and I have another game uh, kickstarting in October called Dolls, which is just creepy as heck. Um, so yeah, uh, you also find me at Gen Con and Origins coming up here. So just say hi. We're at the, we'll be right next to the IGDN booth um, in in both areas. So yeah. Sam. Hello, friends. Uh, I'm Sam. You can find me on most of the socials at Red Camdroid. Um, I am actually not playing any other games in this right now. Mostly I've just been being a hermit and playing a lot of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, but you can also check out my uh, my store. I am a designer and I have my own line of liking inspired things over at stianastore.com. Um, you can find it through my Twitter if you go there and check my links. Fantastic. All right, and there is one uh, last very important group of people that I want to thank, and that's the people that support Happy Jacks on Patreon uh, that are awesome, and they have helped tremendously with getting uh, the new in-person studio built uh, and put together, and yeah, that's exciting. I'm, I'm excited to get back over there at some point in the future. Um, but uh, yeah. Thank you to those folks. And I'm going to put up a thank you screen for them. And with that, I'll say good night, everybody. We'll see you next time. Oh, and after the Patreon folks, stick around and you'll see our calendar for a couple minutes. Night. <laughs>